We have some technical difficulties. Miggity Mike, check. I'm not here for this reintroduction. So, we got Jessica Fountain. How are you? Bye. Who just let up? Oh my gosh. Jessica, how are you? I'm sorry. I'm doing well. How are you? I, um, You know how I am. We just talked. So, you know how. Yeah. Um. <laughs> We got Alex. What up? What up? What do you do? And we got Bifford. Alex, did you hit the top of your head? What is that mark on your head? You all right? No, I have. Uh... Yeah. Go I... ahead, lie. You can't even get it out. Yes, <laughs> I, 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 I just had to get something removed. I hit my head. Oh, I got sh- scar tissue up there. Okay, man. Making sure you good, man. What the fuck did you hit? No comment. I fell. I'll just leave it out there. <laughs> Not you funny. fell off your bike? Wasn't <laughs> off your... Yeah, I was no, going to no, say, wasn't no. off the oh. bike. No, 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 no. Okay, no. now yeah. I can laugh. <laughs> well, you know what? I... Go ahead. <laughs> we'll talk about it later, Alex. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, all right. We're going to start off the same way we started the first time. I went back and listened and heard what I sounded like, too, y'all. That shit did sound crazy. <laughs> I'm definitely no, you should eat. put that. You should put that as an outtake. I am. Something. I'm going to leave it well, as an outtake. That could be a blooper. Yeah, it'll be a little bit. went to uh, his secret identity mode. That's true. Yeah, he sounds like a robot. One day interview. One of my Xbox like, friends we, we, has a mic where you can actually do that. Like, it's built into the mic. I got to remember who it was. Oh, right. Biff, I think I know too. You might have played with us. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But, um, all right. Well, we're going to start off by saying rest in peace to Nipsey Hustle, and we're going to have a moment of silence. Amen. I actually said a little prayer. Um, he is survived by his wonderful lady, Lauren London, and his children. I believe there was two children. Or they had a child. I think it's three. Or three. It's two or three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I would even include uh, Wayne's kid under that because they live with them. So. Yeah. Sad man, but um, as of now, looks like the suspect is in custody. Yeah, so. Um, not even gonna lie, Nipsey fucked me up really, really, really bad. Like, I was literally, I was kind of distraught and upset. I feel like I'm still in mourning. And other morning, I explained on um, Facebook and IG how we all looked at Nipsey Nipsey is somebody we all know in real life, and I think that's why it hurts so bad, because everybody has that brother, that cousin, that homeboy, that's somebody that they look up to that's making a difference, and Nipsey was that person, and it's kind of like when Nipsey died, it's like you, you felt like a family member died. A family member did die, mm-hmm. and it's just like, it's so relatable, especially like to my brother, even while my brother's incarcerated, he's been transferred prisons because they felt like he was too powerful. He's been transferred dorms because they felt like he had too much influence. Like, but at the same time, it's the same man who got a GED, who got a college degree, who knows multiple trades, and is now teaching classes at where he's at now. And just because of his position in NOI, like, even though the, the prison system has been, you know, intimidated by him. So just imagine another, a powerful black man in the community 
and the effect that that man can have. And I think we all know a person like that. So I think Nipsey, Nipsey really it hit home. That was our, I guess that's our generation's Tupac because he was, he was, he was making that change and he wasn't just rapping about it. He was about this shit he was talking about. Right. Like he was, you could see it and he would sit there and he would educate you. And even if you are on opposite sides of the line, he took the time to be like, no, that's not how you do it. This is how you work. And then to read so many stories from people across his community, like it's not even just black people. I seen one where, um, a young Caucasian lady, her husband was like the electrician where his uh his, his store, his plaza was. He said every day Nipsey come outside with drinks and chips and, you know, he'll talk to them about, you know, building up and, you know, trying to contract with them outside of the work that they were doing. And it's just simple stuff like that that makes a difference. Like, he affected just not L.A., but he affected people like worldwide. And then another good thing, even though I hate it, it's in his death. Um, a lot of people are waking up and realizing what his message was. Mm-hmm. A lot of people didn't understand his message or know what his message was until, unfortunately, he passed. And that this was a, a great time for, like, debates, not necessarily arguments, but to just sit there and pass out educational stuff. Not even just along the lines of Dr. CV, but just black generational, black generational wealth, period. And a lot of people didn't understand that. But now, even if they don't have, you know, they don't know anything specifically, they have an idea or at least they have a direction they can go to now. So it's just like, even in his death, he's done so much. So I think that's why the, the community is really, really, really feeling this one. Because it's like, you did what you were supposed to do. You got your ass out the projects. You turned yourself around and you gave back mm-hmm. to that community. That's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do with your money. That's what you're, That's how you create that wealth among your community. Mm-hmm. And he was doing it. And that it's, just, it's just, it's crazy that, you know, he was gunned down on some foo-foo shit. You know, it's just like, yeah. damn. So just just be uh, again, Black Kings. We love you, y'all are cherished. Uh, we want you here. Please do better. You know, it's just you know, unfortunately, it's just it's just, it's just sad. I'm just it's still upsetting. It's sad, but yeah. may Lauren find some peace, and may his family may may his family find some peace, and I bless that transition he's taken. Definitely yeah. pray for her. She actually just posted <clears throat> for the first time. Um, yeah, she's going through it so. Yeah, she says she's lost. She don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. She's hurting. I just, oh. And mm-hmm. then also, I also want to point out, y'all, please have some damn respect and cool for somebody that has died. It's like immediately this man has been shot, and the first thing you want to do is record. Uh, or even, uh, or yeah. even when London, I mean, when Lauren London was running in the hospital, her husband has just been shot. Even though he wasn't announced dead, she's losing her fucking mind. And the first thing you want to do is record and sell that tape. Y'all, please have respect for people. Is this this social media age is good, but at the same time, it's trash. Because everybody mm-hmm. wants to be the first. Oh, I'm the first to break it. I was the first to show, like, stop. And imagine if that was you. Like, where's mm-hmm. the humanity, Y'all would be. Man. Right. There's yeah. no, none. Like, we, mm-hmm. I, like, I hate to say it, but, like, we basically, we was like an angry mob on Facebook. Like, me and my sister and a couple other friends, like, anybody that was posting anything that was, like, explicit. Like, somebody posted Nipsey on the ground. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, why? The, the people don't have I heard um, about social that media etiquette off. anymore. I stayed off when I yeah. heard that. And then, like, the other people, too, like, the negative people, like, please shut the fuck up. Like, people, oh, you don't know. God. You know, I saw somebody post, like, 
oh y'all didn't y'all didn't post his mixtape and don't act like you i'm like dude you don't know how someone felt about nipsey just because someone didn't post his mixtape or post on his stuff you know what I'm saying? Doesn't mean that they weren't a fan or he didn't have an impact on their life. You know, everyone doesn't Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a competition. Social. Yeah, and yeah, it's like, yeah. you really, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, when stuff like that happens, I kind of like, when a, when someone, a huge public figure like that, when something like that happens, I get off social media because I know I'm going to see so much ignorance. Like, it's like, it brings out the worst. It brings out the worst. And it's like, why would you even comment on that? <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's but. just like, like, well, I mean, what is that to say? A competition? You guys were listening to him. I'm like, I don't have to be like, I'm in a depressive state. Double up has got me out of my depressive state today. Thank you, Nipsey. Like, I don't need to post all that shit. But you better believe Victory Lap got me through some bad days. Just from what he was talking about, like, yo, pick yourself up and go. And I'm like, that's the message. Like, that's the whole point. You want to argue, like, what songs do I know? But have, what? You're missing his message. You're being hypocritical of his message. <laughs> Yeah. Motherfuckers is crazy. I tell you that much. That's the truth. We we are in dark times because people just don't have certain etiquette, you know, and just in general. From recording, instead of helping, you're recording. World star, or I, I want to be, you know, famous at someone else's expense. It's a it's a laughable era that we're in. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yep. I was all smiles until we talked about this. Oh, damn. Yeah, I mean, most people are because it's just because Nipsey affects everybody. Yeah. All right. Um, Aunt Jessica, you froze, by the way, if you're still there. Yeah, she's moving. She's oh, not but she's needed. Okay. She's not moving on my screen, but okay. Um, she, she's moving on my screen. What is that? Hold on, Alex. Wait a minute. <laughs> all right so on the docket tonight we're going to talk about cardi b and this this clip that came out from 88 where she said allegedly said because i didn't listen to it i forgot what it said she used to drug men and rob them uh when mm. is love and commitment not enough when do you throw in a towel and um i'm not gonna bring up the other situation because this that nipsey thing is enough and advice to the youngins. Let's start with opinions on Cardi B. <clears throat> Go ahead, Alex. Oh, God. <laughs> a minute in itself. I know. He cleared his throat and everything. Go ahead. Well, I'm going to go first because I'm going to be brief on pretty much all these topics tonight. Um, If she did that, that's a terrible horror. If. Thing. Can I finish? If I wasn't there, don't say if I wasn't. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I even listened to the whole. I don't remember the clip. So, but that she is wrong. If that is wrong, and it should have. It should have never happened. Um, and I hate that she felt like she was in a position in her life to where she had to do that to get by. But yeah, that is definitely wrong. It should have never happened. That's all I got. Mm. Now you see, my take on it is a very neutral position what? because i actually blocked somebody on facebook because of this um what yeah yeah because it was something long-stemming because of of a political view and, and, and you know he's an atheist and he had this, it was just a whole thing but with that it's wrong to do what she did drugging people 
you know, that that's foul. Cosby's in jail for that. Right. Right. So now she outed herself. She said she did it. Right. Now, the argument I was having on social media before I had to take a temporary pause from this guy I used to ride with is I don't agree with what she did. But I understand the circumstances at which she felt she had to do it. So it's not me agreeing with her. It's just me saying that, okay, when she was ranting and, and uh, somebody said something to her that triggered her where, oh, Cardi, you didn't have to work for nothing or whatever. And then she goes off like, nobody gave me nothing. You don't know what I had to do. I had to strip do whatever, escorting and, and, and drug dudes and, 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 and rob them just so she could get studio money and all that. She's like, nobody gave her nothing. Although wrong, I understand because just like Biggie Smalls and Jay-Z, they, they didn't have clean paths. And if a lot of this stuff that they did came to light, a lot of people would judge them. That's why a lot of people learned to shut the hell heck up. <laughs> but the fact that you know, she felt she did what she felt she had to do. You know, me and this individual who were arguing on Facebook, he was like very judgmental of her. And I said, well, you know, before you start casting stones, make sure, you know, uh, you are without sin. And being that he's an atheist, he doesn't believe in the afterlife and such. I'm like, make sure before you cast judgment on anyone, make sure that you've never committed anything. Then he revealed that he was in prison and all this other stuff. I'm like, hey, people make decisions, right? Hot meat kettle. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting there like, bruh. You ease up. should understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, ease up. Like, hey, you know what? Some people, and Biggie said it a long time ago, like, with him pushing weight or whatever, a lot of times what's available to them is what's available to them. Because how society is structured in the inner cities or wherever, you, you know, where you're in a disenfranchised environment, you got a, a survival of the fittest. I don't agree with what she did, but... She, look at where she's at now. You know what I mean? Now, they're, like uh, we were making a comparison between the Cosby situation and this. Cardi didn't have a, a, a lot of options, didn't have a, a choice. Cosby did. He shouldn't have done it. It was more like a greed and gluttony thing as opposed to her trying to survive. Now, again, disclaimer, I am not justifying what she did. I just more so understand it. it it's wrong. If if they decide to go after her and charge her and all this other stuff, hey, you they're can't. They're not. So the argument is, it's like you know, if they're going after all these people, and 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 these people, they're, they're denying it, but she outright is admitting to it. Like now, there's a, a an argument of morals where it's like, hey, you know what? Cosby oh. did it. Weinstein did it. You know, she did it, but, oh, yeah, we'll give her a pass because she was trying to survive. It's like, what do you do? You know, that's why I have a neutral position on it because it, I'm, I'm conflicted. But it's a messed up situation all around. But it goes to show you, you don't know what people had to do to get to where they are. You know, and that's just my two cents. Well, see, well, I've seen some of it. And to... Um... I'm not, well, you know, I'm always Team Cardi B. I do think drugging somebody is wrong, but in her defense, it's not like she was like, let me go pick this guy and let me go motherfucking rob him. These are the same men that was in the strip club trying to buy mm -hmm. pussy. 
Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yep. These the same men that are running around her neighborhood, you know, flexing with their drugs and shit. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows she was involved in gang life. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not understanding why everybody's like, oh, they're so surprised. Motherfucker, she bang. Like, what do you think niggas in the hood do? Mm-hmm. Like you said, that's the environment. And when you got to hustle, when you got to eat, and she was hungry, you're going to do what you need to do to get to where you're going. Although, be it, it's wrong. Just like them niggas not saying nothing because they know they took an L too. That's just part of street life. You're going to take L's, you're going to take W's. They took mm-hmm. their L and kept that shit moving. That's why nobody is speaking or coming forth because then not only that, you they, go, they could possibly get charged with prostitution. Solicitation of prostitution. Oh, he, he, and one and idiot I'm, done already out of himself saying that, oh, oh yeah. Oh, that was drug- a lie. He was a lie. He went back and said he <laughs> yeah, made he all did. He yeah. Yeah. Shut up, yo. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of like it's like a two-way street. Just as just as she was bad for drugging you, you just as bad for trying to give her drugs and trying to buy her pussy. She just seen you as an easy mark. I'm not saying it's right, but like you said, I get it. I understand just because I understand the type of environment. And then at some point, everybody knows her life story. She was out there by herself. Home, doing it by herself. So you got to eat, you got to eat. And I don't. And one thing I'll never put 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 past nobody is if they hungry enough, they're going to go get it regardless of how they get it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, wrong, like you said, it's wrong. But then, like, it's different. Like, I feel like it's different in Bill Cosby's case. You had money. You could have yeah, you you bought the pussy. You didn't yep. even have to drug them. That was unnecessary. As 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 much as that shit goes on in Hollywood, and this was when he was like peak Bill Cosby. It's not like yep. old blind Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know them hoes was choosing. You yeah, didn't yeah. have to do that. You didn't have to go out your way. You didn't have to struggle like you weren't struggling. Mm-hmm. And you know what? To that point, like like Boosie said, he's like you know um, that interview that he did with Vlad, uh, Vlad TV. It, you look at it in the industry of entertainment. When you got, especially men, they're throwing it at you. You have some of them have to turn it away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So all that extra stuff, like, come on, bro. And like he said, come on, man. And I'm gonna leave oh, it at my that. My God, mm-hmm. Jessica, do you have any thoughts or feelings <laughs> about this subject? Uh good question. Um, I I I agree. I think that this is. Uh, a different scenario. I definitely don't agree with the behaviors and like the outcome uh, of it, but I do understand that um, when you are in different situations, different environments, that you're prompted to survive. And like I think a lot of us are thinking not in survival because many of us are not in survival mode. We're not living yes. survival lifestyle, so it's hard to understand that vantage point when you're not living that or you haven't or you haven't ever experienced it but having known people that have experienced it and having uh, had, like heard their stories like I, I i understand i get it um so that's my thing. what that what that what that tweet say i'm not saying she right but i'm saying i understand <laughs> <All right. laughs> on to the next thing <laughs> Um, Uh-oh. when is love and commitment Uh-oh. not enough? When do you throw in the towel? Is that Biff? Was that two separate parts or? Um, that's kind of all together because that kind of tied in with the whole Wendy I Williams thing. Love on a two-way wait, wait, wait! Is is it a two-on-one or is it like because because I want to be able to address it oh, accordingly. Shit. 
Um, it's two and one. You can't. I mean, you can have for relationship. Or in order to have a relationship, you have to have either love and or commitment. Mm-hmm. But in the but in the instance where you lose one or the other or both, do you stay? Do you still feel like uh, there's a possible chance, or do you feel like once the love and commitment is gone, that's it? Mm-hmm. And that's reflective of Wendy Williams because, you know, I get being married for so long, and then when she was like, "Listen, as bad as y'all want me to divorce this man, you don't understand the time and commitment I put into this, and Ooh. I might not be in, I might not be in love with him, but I love him, therefore I'm going to stay just for him to embarrass her a couple weeks later." And have a baby with this same alleged mistress, mm. and now she's it, it, it. She's spiraling like she's been caught drinking, mm-hmm. which was she was in rehab for, and mm-hmm. like now her son is with her like twenty four seven. So it's like, mm. Wendy, like at that point when you found out or when that story broke, like why didn't you leave? Like when is enough enough? Like how much are you gonna take? And I know guys and I know women that. As everybody around them, like, you need to let that shit go, but they don't. So when do you feel like you're fed up? When do you feel like enough is enough? What is your final straw? What would be your final straw? Mm-hmm. And, you know, to caveat on that, I knew someone or several people with that same mentality. They have so much invested in a relationship that they will accept behaviors you know, I'm a flat out say a blood relative of mine is dealing with that right now. She's loaded. When I mean she had mansion, running a nursing school and all that. And this individual, he knew how to like get into her head, right? There was something that came to my attention. One of our students had relations with this man, allegedly. Because if they happen to hear that, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. allegedly. Right now, you know, some two people are carrying on and, in, in, you know, terms of endearment or they say something that only lovers would say to each other. You, 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 you ever hear that? Like, you know, you get into an argument. Why would a female say that to a male in that capacity? Yeah. Like you, upset? You, you know what I'm saying? saying? You hear like personal things like, wow, how would you know that? Like, Oh, yeah. Why would you refer to a man like that or refer to the female like that? It's like something going on here. Yeah. Right? So with the, the blood relative dealing with this outsider to our family, it's like, you know, I brought a couple of things up to my mother and to others connected. And when it was brought to my relative's attention, she said, similar to Wendy, and and my relative is well off. When I mean she can get anybody she wanted, she, in her mind, feels that she already put too much time in, and where else is she going to go? Who's going to get take her at this age in, or at this stage in her life? And that right. pissed me off to no end because it was just like, so... You're enabling this. It's like you're just going to keep accepting over and over. And and to miss Kev Sr., he's trash. He's trash. Because Wendy, I, I, I get where she's coming from. I feel for her, you know? And with that being said, like, Wendy should have put her foot down. If he really loved her, and if, he said, if she said, look, Kev, I'm leaving. I'm done. 
if he's not running to stop stop you from or or holding the door closed or uh, blocking your path and all that, he, he was never about you. It doesn't Let matter it how much time. If and, and Robert can tell you this too. Excuse me. If a man wants his, listen up, Robert. <laughs> if a man is into you, there's nothing he won't do for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, they will lift mountains. They become he man. Yeah, hate, they, they'll become he man. It's true. It's true. So with this man getting another woman pregnant, carrying on, and Wendy just sticks around for it. If a man knows consequence, if he really loves a, a woman, if he knows consequence, I'm telling you he'll shape up. Mm-hmm. Now that, and, and the whole thing with, with, you know, I remember when Wendy was on the radio, because I've been following Wendy for a minute, and I remember how she used to celebrate, oh, yeah, you know, Kev this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, she's not on the radio anymore. They had that whole thing going on with Charlamagne and, and all that other stuff. And once it was revealed why, it's like, dude, come on. Really? Really? Kev had no right to be jealous or whatever, thinking that Charlamagne was trying to... It's, it's all hearsay, alleged. Because I'm learning my lesson with what's going on with Cardi B and one of the vloggers on YouTube now, but he has no leg to stand on to be upset with, with Charlemagne when his, his stuff was all jacked up. A man, a, mer- a measure of a man to me and how I was raised, if you love and respect your woman, your actions, your, your behaviors will reflect that. <clears throat> Wendy can do so much better can do so much better and i had a, a heated discussion and and i don't know i just got really impassioned about that because i get it wendy is a gossip artist a, a shock jock or whatnot but that's her job people be sensitive to that you know what i mean so at the end of the day that's still a human being going through some some real ish and and to this day it still baffles my brain he does not know consequence. That's why he, he kept doing his thing. And, mm-hmm. and with her, she it, it, because there's some sort of weakness that he plays on, you know? And all excuses like, oh, I, I spent so much time in. We have our son together. I'm waiting until he's out of college and all that. You know what? No man or woman is worth your health and mental well-being. Mm-hmm. That's all. Oh, I was going to, I'm sorry. No, I, think uh, I think it's time to tap out when, when someone, when you're sacrificing your mental and uh, mental health, physical health, like if someone is bringing harm to you, then that's the exact opposite of love. Like they're not, they're not bettering your situation. They're depleting you. And so like you can't keep, it's just like a, a chicken account. Like you're supposed to be making deposits into the account. Like you can't always just only withdraw, 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 and like ne- never build. Um, so I think it's really important that, yeah, like that's a lot. That's a lot to deal with, and it's apparent. Like just like you said with the alcohol, um, the resurfacing of alcohol, and and you allow. I don't want to say allowed because that's not the proper word. Like the fact that, yes, uh, this man had uh, a child on you, but there there was no circumstance. There was nothing that, like, 
you're, you're invested in a number instead of the quality of the actual relationship, like the number of years you've been together or the time frame. And like sometimes we become slaves to a to that, like that that quantitative like mentality to just only be shooting for the number instead of like the quality of the relationship, which is obvious to everyone else. Except for her, because like you said, there has to be something deeper. There has to be a trigger. There has to be something that's causing her to think that that's enough, that that's all she's worth. When you, you're you very successful in your line of work, that is the type of job that you have. You, you do great in that. Like, I feel like she she, she is selling herself short. Um, yes. And I, I hope that she, she gets that, like at some point. I hope that there's an awakening. I think right now it's just a lot of shock and a lot of, you know, figuring it out because we all go through that process of like when things hit you, sometimes they're just shocking and you're trying to figure, you're trying to find ground, you're trying to find your footing in the situation. But at some point you have to admit when, when, when you're out of control, when you have no control and you have to, I posted something earlier this week just about surrendering. Like um, sometimes the not knowing, not just surrendering to I don't know what's on the other side of this thing, but I know that I'm worth it, or I know mm-hmm. that that's fine to have, and like that—that's a place that we all, at some point, strive to be. Deep. So surrendering, I like that. Yeah, and you know, people, as as humans, you know, depending on the person and how you were raised, obviously, we love love. Like we want. Who needs some WD forty? <laughs> wow! Oh man, oh, roast, roasting guests, man. Nah. Come on now, dog. Come on, man. Wait, that was you, Jessica? No, nah. that was me. Oh, I'm about to say that shit about to fall off. Uh, you know, people always have that light at the end of the tunnel thing, and the the crazy part about all this is. We're just getting the surface. Like, we don't really know what's going on because I, I definitely had the same sentiment as y'all. And I've definitely, but in, on the flip side, I've seen couples and I'm like, why are y'all together? Like, y'all are doing all this nasty mess. And now they're happily married with children. So it's like, we, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, some, right? you know, I think, I think there's definitely, I can't talk, definitely some landmines that you can survive and repair and move past. But blatant disrespect, like you being with another, like for me, you stepping out on me, I, I, mm, I don't even know. I don't, mm-mm. I just. That's a very hard one to come back from, but then to step out on me in public and rub that shit in my face. That's yeah. a different. That's a different yeah. type of rage, and that's a different type of. Somebody want to die, right? Well, ho, 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 ho. Death. That is Alex Lexus. He does not. <laughs> his opinions do not reflect the opinions of those who yes, are also do. a part of this show. Matter of fact, he will no longer be a part of the show after this episode. Uh, <laughs> I've been here since the beginning. <laughs> Actually, Biff was here from the beginning. What? Blog TV. Where are it? Um <laughs> I talk to you offline. <laughs> no, you won't, because I'm calling my baby. Love you, baby. Um Hey Chocolate. Yeah, I, what? <laughs> Biff, she just threw that in there. I will put you in a disarmor. Don't play with me. Wow. I call her chocolate. We've been calling I've been calling her chocolate, Biff. Don't get brand new. It was the way you said it. 
Hey, chocolate. So, she beautiful. Your, your voice Go got a little deep. Biff, don't do. Biff, don't you do it. <laughs> Focus. I need baby. to hug you, Focus. Biff. I need to come see you. All right. Um. Okay. So yeah, I like Jessica's sentiment. When you're sacrificing your mental and physical health. When, when the person is doing, I really want my wine. I'm about to go get it. When someone's doing you harm, you know, it's time to let go. For me, when it, it's time to let go when the actions, when when your actions are speaking louder than your words and they're not saying what I want them to hear. Like, um, one thing that I've always done, and a lot of people say, oh, Rob, you're too nice. You're too nice, which I have been. But I realized when I've tried to change, I'd never felt like myself. So I'm like, I'm going to continue to be myself. But what I started noticing is that people who weren't for me ended up removing themselves or made it easier for me to remove them because I kept it so real that it made me easier to see when you weren't. So yeah. when I saw mm -hmm. that you weren't, deuces. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to let you know what it is with me, how I'm feeling, how I'm rolling. Then you oh, have to God. answer that question. Once you answer that question, I get to see, okay, if it's a no, all right, it's a no, I'm out. If it's a yes, okay, well, let me see if these actions are going to follow up with this yes. If them actions don't follow up, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Does it hurt? Yes. Does it suck? Yes. But guess what? I get my time back. I get my mental stability back. And mm -hmm. I get my yep. options back. I get to go back out, do what I'm doing, and not have to worry or think about your funky ass. Hey, babe. Yeah. Right. Um, that's, that's how I feel about it. It gives you a, a different advantage oh. because, again, like you're you're zoomed out, where you actually see like assess the situation from a different place. Like, is it is it something that personally, like maybe I'm I'm doing something? Um, not to say that we're always to blame, but sometimes we have our own flaws that we're not aware of. So sometimes the toxicity is coming from. It could be coming from self, and so when you you step back and you're like, you know what, let's 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 take a break or, or pull back from this thing. It allows you to see it from a different angle, like mm -hmm. uh, of self discovery, where you can make the, the the right changes and then potentially go back into it better versus like destroying it. So I think it's a there's a lot of different plays on it, but I definitely don't. I, I do believe like when you when somebody is like sucking from you they're almost like a leech like like sucking your energy sucking your happiness suck, like just taking 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 like that's very draining it's draining social vampires i call them yes and you know what for those people who may be on the other when the shoe is on the other foot and maybe it's uh you know <clears throat> i I'm not ready for this or blah, blah, blah. It's okay to say, you know what? Maybe I need to back off a little bit because I see how you're feeling. I know my feelings aren't in a line. I don't want to, I don't want to mess anything up between us in case there's potential in the future. So let me fall back. I had to do that. Like I love my girlfriend, but there was a time where I knew I wasn't ready and she wanted to move forward, but I knew we couldn't. So I didn't. And yes, it was scary. Cause I'm like, I knew what she possessed and i knew that other people were going to be attracted to that and i knew by me letting that go temporarily or letting it go or telling her i can't do this anymore meant somebody else can come scoop her but i had to be real with myself but because i preserved it then and always treated her with respect and kept it real when the opportunity presented itself 
there was no roadblock there was wide open for me to come back and say all right things are different now things are different with you things are different with me we never fucked each other over we never did anything dirty to each other we always kept it 100 was good Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but too many people you think about the now so much you don't think about the later because your ass gonna get old and what you want and what you're attracted to is going to change it's gonna change. Mm-hmm. It's gonna. It might change when you're 25. It might change when you're 45. But it's gonna change because eventually you get tired of the same old, same old. So one thing I've always been raised to do is, you know, respect and treat people right. Like, you know, I treat women like, you know, hey, that like I will want someone to treat my mom or my sister or my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's my mentality towards it. And y'all got quiet. Okay, next topic. <clears throat> oh, I didn't know you were done or not. This has been a very emotional, heavy show. Yeah. And I got yeah. gas in my chest, too. All right. Um, yeah, and that's how you're going to break up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I almost said Biff if you don't shut up. Alex, if you don't shut up, um, hold my weights for my turntable. All right, advice. Yeah, I got bad ADD tonight, Biff. No, my girl messed me up with them pictures, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be stalking them fucking comments. All right, um, who has some advice for these youngins out here? So if you 18, 17, 14, 15, 20s, you got things going on in your life, this segment is for you. Uh, I guess this can be our dear younger self conversation. Okay, well, dear I, younger self, dear younger self, wrap it up, okay? You are not ready for a child. You're not ready for a child at 23. And even if you don't wrap it up, make sure you stay on birth control because although you were blessed to have a child at that young age, it is not fun. So let me tell you all you little motherfuckers out there that's fucking wrong, <laughs> having these kids really early, get your get yourself, like... Even though I love my baby, I wish I would have waited just a tiny bit longer to have him just so I can enjoy life a little bit more. If you're young and kidless and single, let me say you're going to have the time of your life, okay? Enjoy that shit. Enjoy it. Do not be in a rush for this adult shit because adulting sucks. It sucks, okay? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> along with adulting, parenting is parenting is tough, okay? I'm not going to say parenting sucks because it's very rewarding, but it's very tough. So enjoy yourselves. Um, also, don't, don't, you don't have to give in the peer pressure. It's okay to be you. Everybody's not going to be able to do drugs. Everybody's not a druggie. Everybody's not going to be able to do alcohol. Everybody's not an alcoholic. Everybody's not made for the club. Find your niche, find what you're good at, find what you love and stick to it. I really wish I would have stuck to what I was passionate about versus, you know, what I thought was more, you know, stable. But when I had a child, I had to go to stability. I can no longer go with what I was passionate about at the time. So please find yourself. Find take that time to find yourself. I didn't know who I really was. I didn't come into finding myself till I was like 26, 27. So I know when you 18, 19, you damn sure don't know who you are. You fresh. And stay away from older men. Ladies, younger ladies. What? Stay away from older men. What you talking? Even though shut up. Females, I'm talking about. <laughs> 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 oh, what? You're an older man, Alex. <laughs> um, 
I'm not that old. I'm still in my 30s. No, but even still, um, don't let these men pressure you into feeling like, oh, I can grow you up or mature you or, um, you know, I think we had that discussion before about the older men catching like the young girls fresh out of high school. Them niggas don't mean you no good. They not finna wife you. I'm gonna tell you that now. Doing an experiment. Is, not even an experiment. Most of the time it's, it's manipulation or just to say they got something trophy to hang on to. So, don't fall for that shit. Control. Enjoy somebody your age. Enjoy your life. Be careful. Be very, very careful. And watch what the fuck. Let me say this. Let me reiterate this. Watch what the fuck you text and call people. Stop recording everything, you dumbasses. Stop putting everything on social media. I don't know how many times I've seen people catch indictments or stupid ass charges because of what the fuck they post. You don't have to post everything. Enjoy some privacy. It's okay to be private. It's okay to laugh and joke, but keep your private life private and off of social media. And I think I, I think I'm going down my list. Jessica, I would say you said Jessica. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, I would say I would piggyback on everything she just said. Uh, in addition to like not being in such a need to like be something like I think be authentic and be being yourself is like probably mm-hmm. the best advice. Like because everything when you're really operating in, in your truest gifts and who you are and not feeling the need to like fit in these different boxes because of what other people think, I think that you, I mean, the outcome is endless. Um, and even going back to like the, the more positive spin on like Nipsey Hustle, like being authentic, being who you are, not deviating from that, even in your, your flaws and even um, the, your shortcomings, you're still able to like put, if you're yourself, you can always put a spin on that and evolve out of that. Like you can't, it's, it's hard to, like, evolve out of trying to be somebody else because there's no room for you to grow in that. Like, but in your in your own lane, there's endless corridors and how you can maneuver that even in your shortcomings. Um, and then in addition to that, like, not feeling... I feel like when you're authentically yourself, you're not feeling the need to be what others expect you to be. So then you don't have to necessarily floss and you can, like, really use your money like for as an asset instead of like this endless like let me buy this for this let me do this because i have to show like show be this or this bag or this purse or all these things and start keeping up with the joneses right instead of finding what what do i really like like maybe i don't like purse like purses or whatever maybe i like goodwill bags and like exclusive finds like so i feel like it's important to like really just know who you are and discover who you are a lot of us don't Going back to privacy, we don't we're not private. We don't know how to like operate in silence and in privacy because that's scary. Um, because we don't know ourselves. So it's almost like hanging out with a stranger. Like it's uncomfortable hanging out with someone you never really got to know or, or understood. So I think it's important to like know yourself and be yourself. That's what I would give. Alex. Uh I'm just going to pick one. Put the work in. That's uh, advice I would give to some of the youngins. Uh, I would say today, uh, at my job, my career, I'm seeing that I'm not going to say I made it because we could always seek to reach that extra rung in the ladder. But I got to where I am because I put the work in. I'm about to be a sergeant first class because I put the work in. Finally getting that promotion, right? 
I'm I'm I put the work in and I'm getting I'm finally taking a vacation after two and a half years. I had a lot of projects at work and I just had to say, hey, you know what? Pay me out for the vacation time that I just could not take. But now I get rewarded because I'm a head of a, a growing department. I'm being tasked on with different things. I just sometimes you gotta, you know, get your knee and elbows scraped up, pause, you know, to to you know get to where you want to be. So in this era, like with the young folks, they look for the instant gratification, where the best things, the most fruitful things, come from putting in the work. Yeah. That that's what I would tell myself, my younger self, put the work in. Yeah, there's no shortcut. Even yep. if you take the shortcut, you still gotta come back around. Like it's like yeah. the, in, the the exit to the to the level. I feel like is is always there's only one exit. Like and you have to go through the process. So like trying to like just get by, going back to that survival mode. Like you make a lot of mistakes when you're just only trying to survive or just do the quick thing versus like. Enduring the process, learning the lesson, growing from it, so that you can like elevate and literally go to the next level. Like, but instead, you're going to just keep running around, running around, running around until you like, go through that that full process. Mm-hmm. Robert, <laughs> that's exactly what I was waiting on. That, that is not his name. That apparently, his apparently, name. at Nigel's on um, Ashley Phosphate Road, that is my name. Um, <laughs> you remember that story? <laughs> so Jessica, they call me Faber because there's this soul food place, <laughs> and I ordered my food, and I went to go pick my food up, and I'm like, yeah, order for Robert. So like, and I waited 15 minutes, you know, and I'm like, yo, you know, the food not ready, they can't find my order, and he was like, what's your name again? I was like, Robert. And he looked at the bag and looked at me and looked at the bag. He's like, oh, here's your food. He looked at the food and gave it to me. I'm like, that bag was sitting there the whole time. I get to the car. The top of the receipt said Fobbert instead of Robert. <laughs> so like, what dumbass took my order? I'm sorry. Let me not call that person a dumbass. What person who wasn't thinking? What person who they wasn't, wasn't thinking? They weren't thinking clearly. Fobbert. Yeah. Fobbert. But... But then again, you know, they probably did it like this nigga really said fiber. Yeah. Fiber. Either I think it's probably they couldn't hear you and you was like, you know, Robert, Robert. They're like, what? What? I would have put so Robert just instead of down they put Robert instead of fiber, though. I mean, if someone names a child fiber. Some people, people call, they. They give funny names on purpose, so they might have thought you was doing that because I do it at Oh, no, at this place? Oh, no, 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 no. This place, you can't place a a phone order unless you've done it before and they have your name and stuff in the system. Oh, they don't play that (laughs) because they don't do that whole (laughs) you call and don't come get your food. Oh, they'll put you on the blacklist. (laughs) Why I got to be black? They'd be like, have you ordered from us before? Oh, no, we got to have a credit card. What? You got to pay before you go, yo. (laughs) All right, so my advice to y'all would be sit down and shut the F up and listen. Um, Especially when it comes to... Yeah. Sorry. No, you good, you good. (laughs) But that's a really good one. That's a good one. Um, I don't want to... I'm probably never going to say this out loud again, but I'm going to say it now because it's important. 
had I listened to certain people at a certain time in my life, I probably would be, be close to being a millionaire right now. Because someone told me that, and they were serious when they said it to me, but I was so young and not receptive of information, and I was going through a lot at the time, that I didn't listen to that person. And now that I am where I am in life and looking at what I'm doing with my career and thinking about what he told me I should have been doing or could have been doing, not really forcing it on me, but just trying to have a conversation, that person was right. And that person had my back, and they still have my back. So if you got that old head in your life giving you game, it's so hard to resist the the here and now, especially when you're younger and everyone else around you is doing doing something. Sometimes when you walk in the opposite direction, man, it just opens doors for you. And then those same people going to be coming to you wondering how you did it. You know what I'm saying? And you could be the one to lead the way. Mm-hmm. Because this it's just, wow. That's why I just say, man, just really listen. And also take time for yourself. Like, maybe one night you don't go out. You know, just take some time. Redo, do your thing. Just go somewhere by yourself and just chill. It's very very important to get to know and to love yourself and understand what really makes you happy instead of just always because sometimes you get so used to being around people and being caught up in their happiness and what they do that when things change and you're by yourself you go crazy you know like you just don't know what to do with yourself like oh my god like you know what i'm saying i love being my my damn self but that's all i got for y'all man so with that being said biff hit him with the outro all right guys we love you stay black stay you stay down and stay true and we will catch you guys next week peace peace thanks for having me oh it was a pleasure having you peace <laughs> Hello. <laughs>